0: Welcome back to Murder Blows, everybody. It's Violet. And my brain's been farting out a lot. Uh, That happens a lot this episode, as well as another week. I say another week, like it's not expected. Sasha's taking us to France. She went there when we weren't in a pandemic. Are you still in a pandemic? You should be. I guess unless you live in an area where they don't have it anymore. Anyways, I'm Violet, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Cody. Maisie. Maisie and sasha and we forgot to put the snack pack to like the literal last three minutes so go ahead and listen to our friends at the snack pack make sure you hit up our sponsors and enjoy our sweet sweet intro music mm-hmm.
1: What up, nerd? What up? I love your fucking eyebrows.
0: Whoa, thanks, they're so blue. They they're blue. blue. I love Whoa. Oh, hey, what the fuck
1: is <laughs> up, Kyle? What the fuck is up, Kyle? Fuck it. Sorry for yelling. Looks
0: so smudgy. It's Stephen King's The Mist? The Mist.
1: <laughs> or the game The Mist that I was very terrible at as a child because it was a game for adults never hears of it
0: it's called mist are you using your finger thing. yeah that's the part oh actually it's fine now
1: <laughs> well i can't lift up my shirt
0: oh yeah unless true. you guys want to chill <laughs> <Bruno, laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's like the least sexy burlesque
1: 10 out of 10 would pay Violet to do my burlesque music. (laughs) Just by mouth. Only mouth guitars. No,
0: like, uh, even microphones or anything. I'm just yelling it from the corner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With trumpets. I've got to ad-lib the whole thing because you don't do the same thing every time. Oh, Oh, wild card. Oh, can't believe you saw that. That was so fast. Hi, Cody. Hi, I'm here finally. You did did it. it. (laughs) when you've been seven weeks without your best friend but you still say the same words (laughs) in the same order (laughs) you did it exactly Cody you're alive how are you friend I feel like I'm contaminated
2: constantly by tourists okay yes everything (laughs) is like kind of back to normal which is nice because now like my whole family isn't in my face i love them i just i'm a very (laughs) introverted and i need like brain time to gather like quiet alone time to gather myself and make my brain function
1: i feel that well i don't feel that i'm very extroverted but i can emphasize (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not at all
0: me neither oh (laughs) oh No, I just didn't mean either. So. <laughs> because I'm on I'm on new new, in the famous words of Scott Pilgrim, I'm on new new medication, um, and this one makes me dizzy and feel like I'm drunk, which uh, is a nice toss up. Um, <laughs> since I've quit drinking for the first time in my life, <laughs> and toss- it's been, yeah, it's been longer than a month. Fucking wild. Mm. This is just coffee, y'all. Anyways, it's making me like wild as shit yesterday i was like uh the power went out at work and we were told to wait in the parking lot for two hours what the f-
1: you you got paid for that right yeah thanks to my friends at frothy monkey i'm enjoying a margarita that they no. put into a crowler can like the ingenious people that they are oh That's i love so it cool. and it says happy cinco de mayo love the nation's uh margarita serve six. <laughs> Is that or can't me. Be empty? <laughs> I did. Six. I did split it. I had three last night. Three servings. <laughs> three
0: cans last night. They... My drinking habits just transferred to Sasha.
1: <laughs> they want you to go hoard in quarantine. Apparently, I love that. We've just been buying six packs like every other day. That doesn't sound good, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: that seems like a reasonable amount of beer though there's two of you as soon as i said that i was like oh that's it's a pandemic that was my life so no judgment here
1: i counted for these calories Uh, amen sister what else are you gonna do (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah. do your
0: homework one of my favorite I don't mean to bring up TikTok every single episode, but one of my love TikToks. <laughs> this favorite... is a TikTok podcast now. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. Everyone's
1: so annoyed with me and the things I send to them. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I can't get enough of them.
1: because Okay, great. You would just open a window. I, don't, yeah. I can't send them through Snapchat. I'll do it on Instagram. It's fine. Um, but my favorite trend right now is it's all millennials and there. I don't think the song really matters, but they're like when other generations call us the weakest and then they talk about all the all the traumatic things that have happened like 9-11 and the war (laughs) and a pandemic, student debt, the housing crisis. (laughs) Yeah.
0: How many like school shootings do we go through? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean like... Come on now, boomers. I, boomers aren't listening to this. <laughs> if there's a boomer listening to this, I mean I feel like I'm the boomerist out of out of any of our listeners, myself included. I just feel like I'm kind of a boomer in certain aspects where I'm like I'm like a Ron Swanston boomer. <laughs> where I hate the government, but I just want to live in the woods and uh fucking
2: I it. don't know. I think I've got you i I'm like Mom. <laughs> Cody's in the woods and like I don't know what anything is because I'm old so I, I feel like more of a boomer than a millennial sometimes
0: that's not how we see you Cody yeah, no. Uh-huh. You're too you're too liberal for me to see you as a boomer. Yeah. That, and I don't think... I'm it's definitely
1: def- very liberal.
0: You're not, like, out of touch or anything. You're just too busy. And you
1: don't yeah. bother <laughs> with things that are not important to you. So... <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, not on her radar because she's fucking busy. Maisie says that she crochets. Stretch crocheting. I love it. I think we all have boomer tendencies because, okay, so the four of us were kind of born in this odd generation. And I think about this all the time where like we were young enough or we were old enough to see like the development of the internet, but also watch TikToks, you know, yeah. like, or like get into like, I guess, modern Fads and stuff, you know. Like we're born in a very odd time because they're it's either one or the other. Like yeah. the people right outside of our age range were like, way, I don't know. They they were more into the nineties than we were since we were born in or around them, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: But, but uh, yeah. Also,
1: don't forget, there's a generation in between Boomers and Millennials. Yeah, Gen Xers. They're not boomers. They're just sitting here like fucking grandpa's off his fucking rocker again. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) Not that my parents are the great. I don't know. They're pretty cool. But my parents. I don't know. What was what was 84? Was 84 Gen X? I I think it might be Gen X. I think I'm like
2: wedged in between a Gen X and a millennial because 88, I think, is millennial. Oh, really? Well, then I'm fucking Gen X.
0: Wild. No wonder I feel
1: so out of place all of the time. (laughs) (laughs) That would be crazy, crazy. Oh, I love it.
0: Uh, I got got something... God, my brain just shut out. And it switched to another story that Eric told me not to tell. And I'm not going to tell it in its entirety. And if it's too (laughs) controversial cut it the fuck out but i could not stop laughing so we did our weekly grocery haul but this week (laughs) eric allowed me not allowed me i i do what i want that sounds weird um but eric came on a journey with me because i know he is not into it but to whole foods yeah oh yeah for those of you that don't know i've been vegan for a month um i only no. broke one time i ate a hot dog that looked like a mummy i you... put like the croissant
1: oh okay i was it... like you broke for a hot dog but i no, did though bro- <laughs> a halloween hot dog It's yeah, different.
0: I, it is different yeah <laughs> um but aside from that uh yeah i've been doing the vegan thing for a month now and uh kroger has just been we've been out of fucking tofu i mean nope. i have to I fight for dog. my extra firm tofu tempeh plenty, but
1: oh and do not buy the soft kind it is oh, not no. the same oh no
0: extra firm or bust <laughs>
1: tofu jelly not my fan no i'm not a fan of Is Sorry. what i meant to say
0: i i got what you meant don't you worry um but yeah fucking whole foods had vegan donuts vegan uh, brownies i got this vegan snickerdoodle br- or blondie yeah it's a snickerdoodle blondie yeah it's just the best fucking thing um but on our way there (laughs) i was driving the
1: story that you weren't supposed to tell was that eric went off
0: (laughs) no 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 no. he even got some vegan goods and he was eating them he was like these are vegan too (laughs) Aww, so it's cute he usually is not a fan um he turned out mac and cheese once he was vegan (laughs) um which vegan mac and cheese is good but i don't know i'm just used to it um but we were on our way and i was driving and to my left at one of the stoplights like downtown uh, across the way from the whole foods there was a homeless man and he was holding a sign and i expected to see like god bless you you know you know the usual rigmarole mm 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 i've seen all kinds of signs i'm so scared I have to change a word in it because I am not comfortable saying the word. Oh no. But I will say it starts with the same letter. Oh no. And it was so okay. It said, Can a neighbor get a biscuit? (laughs) But it it didn't say neighbor. Oh, oh. I was like, (laughs) What could biscuit be?
1: So, can a so, neighbor get a bitch sure yeah i was like well, yeah there's there's things for
0: that but a biscuit so he's begging for money for biscuits which is where my brain interpreted it but i didn't want to laugh but i wouldn't have been left la- because it would have been lo- i felt like i would have looked like i was laughing at this homeless man but i was just laughing at his sign also, his audacity. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, can a neighbor get a biscuit? And I was just, he passed by the car and I just busted. Like, I've been oh. doing this weird, like, high-pitched, like, wheezy laugh. You know that? <laughs> and <laughs> we I find like out that it, it is a boomer. Yeah, <laughs> my wheezy laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing.
1: I don't know how I, to I, ask this appropriately. was he allowed? Was he allowed to use? Okay. Then it's hilarious. Yes. Then it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: See, that's what I thought. Like it was just no. If it had been a white guy, I would have been like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> don't make eye contact. Yeah. yeah. And then he then he knew what he was doing with his sign. He knew he
1: knew he knew he was going to get some chuckles out of the, out of that.
0: I don't know. I, yeah. just...
1: I saw something really? great today.
0: What'd you see?
1: Oh, my God. It was it was magical, honestly. So I'm taking on a walk, <laughs> and we're up in the neighborhoods, and uh, we're passing this church parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> there's two cars that are parked with, like, three spaces in between them. And all I can hear is music. So I look over, and there's two girls, like 20-somethings like us, and they're both out of their cars, but they're, like, three spaces apart still, and they're dancing to, like, Broadway show tunes. And I yes. only know it was a show tune because I have no clue what it was, and I'm not a child of the theater. But, oh, oh my God. I am a child of the theater, and I would have done anything to know what song it was. I, I'm Me so too. sorry. I can't help you. But they were just, like, they were – Dancing and jumping, and they were staying six feet apart, and it was just so funny. I
0: love it. (laughs) That's what we need to do for your next fucking YouTube video: is a social distance dance party between you, me, and magical goo jelly. Honestly,
1: should it was very people were passing them like, "What the heck?" and I was like, "Yeah, social distancing, friend." Oh yeah. Know the song, but I don't care because this is great. My favorite, one of my favorite memories of Violet is her getting a little bit too tipsy. (laughs) And then we watched Rent, but only parts of it.
0: Yeah. Sweeney Todd? Uh, No, so we watched, we watched our favorite like songs from musicals. Yeah. And so we were burning through like Rent, Newsies.
1: I love Chicago.
0: So that was, yeah, Chicago was our big one. Uh, And then... Sasha was like so I wasn't drunk right and Sasha was like you gotta catch up Violet come on catch up now so I caught the fuck up yep. <laughs> and then Sasha was like so I finally am like I'm really drunk I'm gonna rent Sweeney Todd and Sasha was like I'm going to bed and I was like <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed up to like 4 in the morning hammered watching Sweeney Todd she the, I mean,
1: the, the genetic opera that oh Repo the genetic
0: it. opera yeah oh yeah. man
1: Sasha and I could throw
0: down on some show tunes.
1: Tampa hotel room.
0: Had some of the funniest stories. Yeah. That was just a good weekend. I still think one of my favorite con weekend stories unfortunately lacked Sasha. But that was part of the thing that made it like the funniest was that I've known Sasha and Jeremiah. I've known Jeremiah for Sasha's entire relationship. And I've known Sasha for a long time now. We're going on a long time. I
1: think so. I think like nine years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right? I was
1: twenty. I was like twenty-one the first YamaCon.
0: Yeah, because year two we were like already friends. Yes. Wow. Was in between those two years to so like two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Oh, cute. Well, babies. But, but uh, I've never been put. In a situation where I only had to hang out with Jeremiah. <laughs> and not that I minded. She's a nice guy. Um, we used to butt heads a lot, funny story, funny enough. But uh, and then my fiance, Eric, was there. Um, but it was weird because like Eric and I at that point <laughs> were long distance, so we like never got to see each other. But and Eric was nervous around everyone. So like it was just this weird and it it was funny too cuz as we were heading back to the hotel to help sasha pack i think we put the fear of god in her not actual god cuz we i don't believe in that but in the fact that jeremiah eric and i all dared each other to do a barrel roll over this like guardrail <laughs> And I just remember her going, This is a bad idea. I shouldn't leave. <laughs> no, but I
1: had to fly to South Africa for work. So luckily no one died.
0: Dang. Okay. But yeah, um, and Sasha was like, Well, it's Saturday night, so you guys still get all the good parties and everything. And we were like, Oh yeah, that's us. And she was like I'm so jealous, but she was on a plane the whole time, and instead, we actually just ordered pizza and wings and watched Logan in the hotel room. <laughs> this was way better. Instead of, like, partying, we just, yeah. And we all agreed. None of us wanted to be a part of the the partying scene.
1: You were there without your extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> we just all went, Rrr. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Jim was an extrovert for sure, but he, I don't
0: think is. I think, yeah, I think he has the capacity to socialize and not feel anxious or awkward about it in most situations, but I think he's a homebody and likes to just, he doesn't care what's going on as long as he's at home. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. A social introvert. Yes. I gotta tell you, I went to the store today, and it's like I never talked to a human before. I tried to talk to the cashier; it's not gonna be good when the world opens back up. I tried to drive; all I had to do was pick up my fucking prescriptions. I put it in reverse, and oh. backed into the yard. Oh, I was like, what is this? Oh no, where am I? Jared was like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I don't know how to drive." <laughs> The fucking pharmacy is seven minutes away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It just, it'd be like that. Especially right now. (laughs) It do be like that sometimes.
1: I've got to start shopping on weekend, weekdays. (sighs) Because I went Saturday. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. I went Saturday. Biggest fucking mistake of my life. There's like four 21-year-old girls, no masks. Short shorts and t-shirts. You know, the college uniform.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're like, do you guys want twisted tea? I'm kind of feeling twisted tea. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're going to die.
0: <laughs> Every time I crave alcohol now, I'm just going to think of them and I'll not want it anymore. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I could really drink that last beer that's been sitting in my fridge for a month. And then I'm going to think of those girls. Do you want a twisted tea? I'm be like, hmm, no. If I drink a bottle of alcohol, I'm going to – spike it with arsenic (laughs) not (laughs) seriously sorry
1: (laughs) we're not there yet not yet yet, give it time no masks no social distancing just twisted tea and i'm like this is why i have to stay inside because of you fucks that's what makes you want to know know about
2: no masks and no social distancing and not following the area arrows just come to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Not one person that comes in to visit has on a mask. Not one.
1: What the fuck? Locals
2: wear masks. Employees wear masks. But families
0: from West Virginia don't wear masks. Why would you go on vacation right now? I just don't understand, like...
2: And then they tattle on, they're like, those people over there aren't social distancing to the (laughs) people at work. And it's like, um, you don't even have a mask on. You fool, You jackass. You're like, you have your 80 year old grandmother and your two year old here with you. Like, what are you doing? Go home.
0: The people with kids are like the worst for me. I'm just like, you're just taking, once again, the older generation is just taking it out on the younger. Like, i mean because they could be so important
2: i haven't seen my kids since friday because like we're just like no yeah
0: (laughs) i guess because you work with the public right
2: yeah i mean i'm in stock so i'm outside but i still have to go in and use the same bathroom that like everybody else uses so I mean like I carry Germex on me and we have to wear masks when we go inside. So like I put on my mask and then I put my Germex in my pocket and then if I touch a door handle, I Germex my hands. Yeah. And then I'd like use the paper towel to get myself out of the bathroom so I don't touch any locks or handles or anything. So like um but when I have to like run up to the office or something and walk through the store, like it's just these clusters of families and they're not small families. They're like the whole fa- intermediate family, like the grandma, the grandpa, the mom, the dad, the kids. And they're just not, no masks, no arrows touching everything. You know, there was a baby screaming in our store today. I'm like, what are you
1: doing? What are you people doing? Since it's your business, are you allowed to put up a sign and be like, no masks, no service? Um, Well,
2: because our governor didn't say that the customers... He said employees had to wear masks. Yeah. yeah. He said that customers should wear masks. So that's we can't weird. force anybody to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, because our governor is a Republican. Like yeah. in Pennsylvania, you can't go anywhere without wearing a mask.
0: Yeah. Same but way. here,
2: like, it's just like, should, they should wear masks. So that's that's my thing. Wear masks, but they don't.
0: I've been preaching about it all month long, but so I've been working during all this and I'm telling you, we're doing the same, like, dollar sign of business mm. as we are when our cafe's open.
2: Insane busy. Like really we're we're like the week after Christmas busy. Dang. <clears throat> like it's insane. And I don't even I don't even know. Like and it was so stressful. Like I wasn't on last week because it went from being stressed about not being open to being uh-huh. stressed about being open. Yeah. And like we all had to put up plexiglass between <laughs> oh, really? Like, we had to put – yeah, we had to put up plexiglass oh. between us and the customers, and we had our store tore apart because we didn't leave anything there whenever we closed for so long, mm. and so we had to put it all back together, and then, like, I went in and, like, mopped and bleached the floors and cleaned the bathroom, and then uh, the other place I work at, I had to, like – we had it torn apart from remodeling mm-hmm. and stuff, and so we mm-hmm. had to make sure that was back together, and then people had been ordering paintings out the wazoo – and I have, like, ten paintings to paint and absolutely no time to paint. So I'm just, like, Ooh. I'm ready to just sit and cry. Like, yeah. I, like it's just... Re- but, I mean, at the same time, like, I need the money from being closed, so...
0: That's true. Like...
2: I just want to go on vacation.
1: <laughs> I <just> want to <laughs> yeah. go back to work. That's fair. All right, I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no! I-, I was without power for two days. Oh, and... yeah! Not being able to work was one of the most like stressful things. Like, I was like, I can tether my phone to my computer, my computer will last four hours. I can check my email. I was like, Do you want me to work or not work? I don't know. Can I go into the office? They're like, No, you cannot go into the office. I'm like, Okay. So, I had to use something called emergency time off, which is great, I guess, except I didn't even get to like enjoy the time off. Yeah. I had to like stress about working. Was it? and then like your neighborhood lost power it oh. was like half my street oh geez but also one hundred and forty thousand people in nashville
0: mm-hmm. yeah because well even in our store which isn't in nashville it's outside of it lost power that's when you were like and it was so dumb because like literally like stoplights were down
1: yeah street light, stop lights stoplights traffic signals like the stupidest things yeah it's just I got margaritas out of it that's right yeah to go margaritas we walked to the margarita place and we got margaritas it was great
0: salt 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 is that something that people that drink margaritas chant it's
1: not but it is what people who use the sweet and salty scrub chant or at least I do in the bath tub <laughs> <laughs> just to yourself salt salt Salt, salt, salt. I'm not even kidding. I finally used up the... Okay, so remember when we panicked that Blank Slate Labs and Arcadian were going to run out of ingredients mm-hmm. for suppliers or bottling suppliers and we wouldn't be able to get their products, so I definitely ordered the banana face wash, so I would have it like a backup. I finally finished the other face wash that I was using. It was like super acid It was like 2% hydrous of whatever acid. and It was like causing me to break out, but I was like, I paid for it. I got to use it sure Mm -hmm. finally went out this morning i got to wash with the banana face wash and jesus christ everything (laughs) is amazing again my skin is so smooth
0: i was gonna say is it not like the softest fucking thing
1: so nice it doesn't suds it's not stripping anything away Mm -hmm. it's so smooth and it doesn't like
0: it doesn't smell like banana but you know it is banana which I like, because it's not, like, loaded down with, like, fucking banana run scents. I don't that, are- that
1: I would be mad at that, but I understand why we don't do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> chemicals are like, whoa. But, yeah, I completely agree. I use that stuff. I work out now every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I always have to wash my face because I get sweaty as fuck because I'm a fat fuck. Oh. <laughs> and I sweat, like, whoa. Uh, so, yeah. That shit is keeping my skin from exploding on me.
1: And you can use it multiple times a day because it's made of all ingredients you can pronounce and you know what they are. And they're super safe for your skin and it's great. And I love the face wash. Buy yourself some 15% off by using Code Winter on Arcadian. We've referenced the Sweet and Salty Scrub earlier that comes from their sister company. All the while, these these are out of the same little lab together in East Tennessee and... They're great, but um, separate company, same lab. Blakesite Lab Sweet and Salty Scrub. We talked about it earlier. It's great. It's exfoliating. It's so nice. It smells, that one smells really, really good. Mm. Not like Banana Runs, but. Better. Better. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I kind of
0: sad. Better. Just like tobacco and coffee. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Good times. That's something wild, too, in all this craziness. I accidentally quit smoking. <laughs> Whoa. I winning. I haven't had a cigarette since January. Whoa. Good yeah. for you. I still have the pack. Whole nine yards. Wow. Is Just it back. open? Yeah. It's huh. about half full.
1: I can't do anything open. Not, I mean, not smoking, obviously, but like... That's why I buy everything in individual packages. <laughs>
0: yeah that is such a smart idea though because like so i this is so dumb it's gonna sound so dumb it's a very first world problem but what problem (laughs) is a first world problem when you're in a pandemic um did you see my brain just shed out on it (laughs) snacks Violet. snacks yeah serving sizes also nope it did it again i'll plug the snack pack in a second a minute (laughs) If I can fucking get to it. So I've been paying attention to my serving sizes. And, uh, oh, God, what is wrong with me today? I've been paying attention to my serving sizes, and I discovered that uh, the measuring cup, like, you know how it will say, like, a third cup, a fourth cup. It's never, like, a cup, I promise you. Um, I wish (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's always like that measurement and then it'll tell you like what the grams or milligrams or whatever and Mm -hmm. they're never the same so I had to get a food scale I was just about to say get a food scale yeah I have two now I bought one non-electric one and it sucked Uh, it never (laughs) I wish I could believe it it said that one uh ounce of Pasta was the whole box, so
1: look at me—I'm doing great. Believe that.
0: I was just listening to the serving sizes, really. Hi. Um, how was I going with the story? Food scales. Know.
1: Portion sizes. I, I found that the yep. food scale helps me get like a more accurate understanding of what I'm eating because, like, when you pour a cup yeah. of cereal, like, I don't know what that looks like in a bowl. And it's more than I thought it was, so that's great.
0: Oh yeah, that's something too that I'm always shocked with. So for the first like two weeks, I was measuring out my rice, but I was eating the dry amount instead of the wet amount.
1: Oh, that's double.
0: Um. No, oh, the the dry amount. Well, the wet amount is double, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was eating like half of what I could have been eating, and I was pissed. I was Aww. livid, but I was still getting full, so I just stuck with it.
1: Well, you guys are doing the most. I eyeball everything, whether I'm eating it, cooking
0: it. <laughs>
1: <At> <laughs> yeah. you're
0: eyeballing. Chaos. Yeah, I don't think dieting is something that everyone should pick up in quarantine. I don't even think I really should, but but I did. I've lost eleven pounds. Hell yeah! It was weird. I lost fifteen in the first week, and then gained five back or six back, and then lost one this week. Were you or using your week. kitchen scale?
1: Yeah. I was kidding. I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> was no, but that's why. so sustainable.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah at first, I was pissed I like, gained all that weight back, and then I was like. I don't want to lose weight too fast, even though I do kind of want loose skin. It's fine. I forgot <laughs> about that
1: part. Oh, I did not. I'm haunted by it.
0: Skin obsession. I watch all sorts of videos on it. Still, I'll grab my skin to see how loose it is. It's just fat though. <laughs> right now, it's just just my pudge. Oh. <laughs>
1: I gained three pounds, but I've never been more confident in my body. I'm on a 36-day workout streak, and now I can never quit working out.
0: Ooh. It's like when you play Candy Crush every day for two years. <laughs> Who the yes. fuck does that? <laughs> that Pokemon Cody, swap. That's my cue. I was to say, I do too.
1: What was that Pokemon game?
0: Pokemon oh, Go? Pokemon. No. Pokemon.
1: Stamp. Shuffle. Shuffle
0: play pokemon shuffle every day still yeah hell yeah i I missed one day
2: crush had fucking unlimited lives last week and so i sat and played that shit
0: um once a month they give every
2: single day
0: yeah but now during this quarantine thing once a month they're giving uh unlimited (laughs) lives for 24 hours every day so like for a whole week you just go yes It's awesome.
2: And it was my birthday week. So, like, I came home on my birthday, and I was home alone for the first day in forever. And I just sat in the quiet and played Candy Crush for, like,
0: five hours.
1: An introvert's dream.
0: Yeah, literally. It really was. I don't want to stop talking. This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do we really need a podcast tonight? Let's, Let's do a get
1: ready with me. Get ready to go nowhere. Oh, my God. All right, Jenna, marbles. Did That's you my- watch the hand mold video? That no. So I, funny.
0: I wanted to watch Chris Clemens first, but I haven't watched that one either.
1: So good. So good. Julian is like pure Aries right now, so. I can relate because. Is that honestly, how you feel? If, Animal Crossing is still doing it for me, but it's like waning. And. As soon as Animal Crossing stops doing it to me, I'm just going to start screaming into the abyss, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on counters, like from the I, ground. Luckily, I've been working out every day, but I have so much fucking energy. Not going really to late. sleep is hard. Literally, the this is the way I have fallen asleep for 40 days in a row. Go, 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 watch YouTube pass out. Like, it's just, yeah, it's sad. Okay. <sighs> cbd oil has been helping, ma'am. Arcadian and Blank Slate need to put cbd oil in their products. <laughs> Ooh, Hint, hint Alley and Airdale, please. I would that on my face. Same. Just kidding. I don't think I don't think it should go on your face. I don't know though. Maybe. I put it under my tongue. I ordered strawberry flavored cbd oil because I'm a basic bitch. Ooh. Jeremiah's still cooking. It smells really good. What's he making? Work chops and pan sauce Ooh. You watched like two episodes of Benching with babish and this Ooh. bitch knows how to cook now i'm yeah. so impressed i will not do surprised. that to
0: you <laughs> yeah i need to get back into murder blow's kitchen
1: yes well, you cook enough
0: i yeah i cook like every day that is something during this quarantine i think eric and i have only eaten out three times now because we were in nashville and right next to a taku ramen so you know you know we had to and i was so shocked at myself i was like i'm gonna break i'm gonna break hard like did I'm you get put pork. yeah i did
1: it's so good isn't it was it? good yeah it's not i not worth breaking for it's so good
0: <laughs> yeah i was like this was a pleasant surprise i just didn't want anything super spicy because this is something that no one talks about and I'm sorry to be one of those people that's like, I'm a vegan. You know the ones I'm talking about, but I'm one of those people now. So um, but awesome. being a vegan makes you fucking gassy as shit. Yeah, it does. I <laughs> fart and belch like nonstop. <laughs> you should you should listen that's to me do my fucking wrong. cardio workouts. It's like
1: <laughs> I had to stop eating certain vegetables raw. Like I've had to like adjust everything, so like I can't eat raw broccoli or cauliflower, which I love. I have to like super cook everything. Uh, like salads are an iffy, but like, yeah. like I'm eating them. What? I got a, I got a fun hot tip for you. If you've got <laughs> hot tip nobody asked for, um, <laughs> if you feel bloated and you got like you got gas but it's not coming out, uh, just do a handstand against the wall. It'll come right out.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> Maybe I, I don't think I've ever
0: done a handstand in my life, but... Uh... <laughs> Listen, I can tell you, you don't even have to make it to the handstand. Sometimes it just is like <laughs> crawling up the
1: wall. Really get don't ask me how I know. I'm glad that you shared that, though, because I can't tell you how many days I've lived that life. Uh, yeah. So if <laughs> Jeremiah just hears you ripping him and he comes in the room and you're doing handstands.
0: <laughs> like, oh my like, God. Oh no, this is Sasha's break. She's joined the circus to become a professional <laughs> handstander fart. <laughs> handstander farter. There we go. It'd be like uh, that sometimes. It, when the <laughs> power
1: was out for two nights, it was super bad. Um, oh. No. Because. I had to change my diet because we just had to eat what was in the freezer. Yeah. So I was eating way more meat than I'm used to. (laughs) (laughs) And my body was like, "Mm -mm -mm, no, thank you. And I had to take like the lantern (laughs) source of light, like into the hallway to (laughs) (laughs) farm. And he was just like, thank you for doing that over there. And I'm like, you're welcome.
0: (laughs) You guys certainly do love each other.
1: (laughs) It was, okay, so like meat farts are stinky (laughs) but silent,
0: right? That is true.
1: (laughs) Veggie farts are loud but
0: typically odorless. Yeah, that is for sure.
1: (laughs) So I had to adapt. I couldn't just, anyway. (laughs) It's me. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise.
0: Did you just voice a (laughs) fart? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I did. I did. I welcome <laughs> to the fart podcast. Part, cool. Farting blows. <laughs> it does. Uh, it's actually, thing in the whole life world. But offended uh, Mari so hard. She's like goodbye. soja <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what country did you fart around in today?
1: <laughs> France. But what? before I fart around France. Um, I just want to announce that I'm the proud new owner of a baby Yoda. Oh, you he arrived me there for into a my oh uh, <laughs> of the like. What? Wait, what happened? I you don't bring? know. You were like baby, and I was like baby, baby pet No, no babies. Um, this is a story I did not expect. Ooh, um, love those. So, all I'll open this with is that I was inspired by Maisie's story last week. Um, so, I did some creative Googling, and I found a man named Eugene Francois who who is from France, obviously. And he was born in July 23rd, 19- sorry, hmm, July 23rd, 1775- Uh, He was a third child, ended up being one of six, technically one of five, because one of his older brothers died before he was born. Um, And he was born in the Rue de Mouart de Benice. Hopefully I said that right. Sorry, everyone in France. Um, So his early life is largely known only by a ghost-written autobiography, so take the following for what it's worth. But yeah, so apparently his father was pretty well-educated and his family was wealthy, considering the times, 1700s. Let me remind you that the 1700s, 1775 in particular, we were still fighting a war or about to sign the Declaration of Independence. American history is real foggy. Oof. Um, so that's kind of where we're setting the stage. Uh, he was one of those really fucking too smart, lazy types, uh, you know, always causing trouble and that kind of bullshit because he got bored. He ended up loving fencing and had a really good reputation for it. So at age 13, he got bored one day and decided to steal and flip his parents' silver plates, spending all of the money he made from those plates in one day. What's the silver plate? A silver plate, like a plate made of silver, like a Like a like a eating China. plate? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like like for their horse and carriage, like their license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> nope just a silver plate for eating on i guess got it silver's dollar signs yep and so he spent all of that money um and his dad figured out what happened and had him arrested and jailed for two weeks talk about being fucking grounded that's uh, the trying to teach him a lesson
0: build Mm -hmm. character that sounds like a very violent thing to do (laughs) were
1: <laughs> you place? kid in jail for two weeks? Yeah.
0: For plates. <laughs> I was like, steal cell plates? Uh, it. No, if my kid like did something bad, I'd be like, nope, you're going to jail. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it this sounds worse is, coming out of my mouth.
1: This guy's dad literally paid off the policeman to arrest him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the policeman's like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a plate. You it's return it and he's like... His ass is if going to jail if <laughs> it's grass. <laughs> his ass is if is grass.
1: And have named our episode. I'm not sorry for that.
0: I stand by it. <laughs>
1: um. So he ends up finding out that his dad was the one that got him arrested about 10 days in. And so he's real fucking pissed, <laughs> which sure. is fair. Um, so the next year, so age 14, he runs away from home. Let me warn you that this story is just like, oh, okay, now it's over. No, it's not. Like, 20 fucking times. Okay, great. Yep. Um, uh, but very cool. So he, the next year, he steals a shit ton of money from his parents' bakery. And he decides to run away from home. And sure. ends up losing all of his money. Someone steals it from him. So, it fucking sucks. Um, but... That squashes his plan to move to the Americas, but this triggers a series of interesting job opportunities because he doesn't want to return home. So he starts by being a stable boy at a traveling circus. Uh, originally, eventually he's promoted to being a sideshow act where he is the Caribbean cannibal. Mind you, this is a fourteen-year-old boy uh, who eats raw meat, but apparently this was starting to make him sick. So sure. he moved on to puppeteering. Uh, but he flirted with the employer's wife and uh, got fired for it. 14.
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on. Pick- Hold on. <laughs> puppeteering? Puppeteering. We're just going to gloss over puppeteering.
1: Yeah, because it made a 14 year old eat raw meat. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that that stuck out to me more than it being a cannibal. <laughs> like, wait, you're fucking puppets for a living? <laughs> Not by choice, <laughs> Violet. The He's
1: circus a- life chose him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, it was though. <laughs> uh, the circus life stopped choosing him though, and so he had to be a-, a peddler's assistant for a hot minute before he decided to return home and beg forgiveness from his parents.
0: Uh, what a Please pun. let me be a puppeteer again. I'll eat your red meat.
1: <laughs> he returns home in then in begs forgiveness. The mom lets him in. The dad's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Besides the point. In 1791, at 17 years old, he joins what's named the Bourbon Regiment, which is an army corps. Um, from what I can gather, which isn't a lot. Um, he, it's a fencing, a specialized fencing group of soldiers, because a blunt blade is apparently super, anyway, besides the point. Where does the bourbon come in? Bourbon is a region in France, I think, right? Oh, uh, sure. That sounds right. You're smart. More... I made that up, but we'll
0: see. You're smart. More... We'll and see you later. And that just proves man. that Sasha could fucking say anything and I'd be like, check. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> like, <honestly. laughs> What's your cult going to be about? I'll join it. Bourbon. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, is that why that like type of Chinese chicken is called bourbon chicken? I always <laughs> thought it was like bourbon street, like New Orleans. Which oh, also didn't know. make sense. But it now doesn't... she's like, Maybe it's French and I'm
1: like, Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, so it's in all in all truth though, Bourbon, Kentucky is the city in which bourbon is made. That is the only reason it's different yeah. than whiskey.
0: And the same but... with because it's in scotland
1: right yes same (laughs) champagne it's made in the champagne region of france otherwise it's just a fucking sparkling wine we have Uh, feelings about these i do because everyone's like (laughs) champagne (laughs) bordeaux wine it's just wine made in a special place
0: yeah Uh, everyone when i used to tell people about how in a like a day I'd kill, like, two bottles of champagne to start my day off. And they were like, wow, champagne, that's so fancy. And I was like, it was, like, $6, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it's the price of a number one at McDonald's, okay, y'all? <laughs> oh, I miss
1: McDonald's. I just miss everything now. Um, Besides the point, so, he joins the bourbon regiment, and he proves that he's a great fan- fencer, By challenging people to duels. So he apparently killed (laughs) two people out of the 15 people he challenged to a duel. But I guess the regiment was like, that's fine. Superstar. How how is that not a big deal? And he won all the duels, but he only killed two people. You want to know why? He won all the duels because he ate all that raw meat. Yeah, he's powerful. Power. Powder Um, (laughs) That is a bad lip reading quote. Oh, I Game like of Thrones, this. bad lip reading. It's a good time. Um, it's the best Game of Thrones content you can get these days. It really is. Now he's <laughs>
0: coming. I was like, man, if we weren't recording a podcast right now, I would just go and do a slew of other quotes. I'm
1: <laughs> Fired. They should make iPhones for babies because I do. I gotta Dude, look this up. I don't. Get I'm it. making a gravity not- belt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> After this, Maisie, we're watching this together. I will Whoa. share my screen. I'm, I'm excited. Cool. So he kills two people while in the army. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, but they were like, it's fine. Just spend 14 days in jail. Uh, which I guess he made the best of because he just helps people escape. <laughs> just 14 days, just like chill for two weeks. Right? Trust me. It's not I've that done bad. it for seven weeks. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Not really. It's awful. Um, so bad shit started to happen, though, because France declared war against Austria August 20th, 1972. Um, so he had to fight some battles, which he probably wasn't expecting. No one really expects that. I mean, I wasn't expecting quarantine, but here we are. Uh, and he got promoted because he did so well in these battles. But, <laughs> Hotshot McGee, Raw Eat Meter, couldn't take this for what it was worth. <laughs> Good one. And during his promotion ceremony, he challenged another officer to a duel. Cool. Right? You're on your podium already. Just stay there. Uh, The guy refused, though. And so uh, Eugene just went and, like, fucking hit him in the face. But then he was like, shit, that is a action punishable by death. So I'm going to run away. (laughs) How old is he at this point? 17 or 18. Oh, I'm so tired already. <laughs> oh, honey. we He lives to Lady One. <laughs> um, okay, great. To conceal his identity, he re-enlists into a different branch of the army, and it works. <laughs> yeah, they don't talk to each other. Record keeping is super hard at this time. Um, it's funny you mentioned they don't talk to each other. That will come into play besides Ooh. this. Um, five months later, however, he decides that the uh, this branch of the army is not for him and he deserts, following other ar- deserters into an enemy camp. He just, like, walks into an Austrian camp. Um, and then he was like, wait, this isn't for me also. And that was a few weeks later when he returned to his camp and was just reallowed to join because someone spoke up for him.
0: Always have a good reference, guys.
1: If you don't learn anything always. from this podcast, always have a good reference. It's so true. Um... So (laughs) I don't know how the army works in France in the 1700s, but he realized that no one was loving his return. And so he decides to quit. He puts in his two weeks notice in the army and goes home. Yeah, Um, same. Sure. That's how that works. (laughs) Uh, When he becomes home, he ends up becoming a womanizer, uh, which (laughs) causes more duels. He's 18, by the way. Which in the 1700s. Yeah, well, in the 1700s, I was like, 18s, you know, midlife crisis, but it's not. He should have uh, had four kids by now. Also, when you well, say duel, is well, it like to the death? It's just a fencing duel. I think he's killing uh, people for funsies. Because he did 15 duels and only killed two people. Well, you know, they, when they do duels and stuff, sometimes it's like, tip for a like. One of you's not going to live. But if he's just this time. poking this people time with a stick super hard and just being a dick, could just be being a dick. All right. a 18 is hard.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> so he, he has more duels with the husbands of the women than he's womanizing. Um, and that lands him his first serious prison sentence of a year. And he served from 19, 1794 to uh, 1795. So he gets out around age 19 and he marries, thinking he had impregnated a woman named Anne-Marie Louis Chevalier. Um, but unfortunately, because pregnancy tests weren't a thing yet, it turned out to be just a pregnancy scare. Oh. And now he's fucking married. It was just gas. She should have did a handstand. Literally so true. <laughs> Violet <laughs> Violet's so mad at me.
0: I'm mad at Now I just pictured fucking Marie Antoinette doing a handstand to try and get her farts out.
1: That's kind of where we're at right now. Um, The other day I was like, man, I've been having some real weird cravings lately and everything's making me sick. And I was like, I could be pregnant. I was literally actively bleeding. I was like, wait. (laughs) That's moment. not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Also, I'm eating meat for the first time in forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so his new wife cheats on him. And he's like, well, fuck this. Uh, and so he leaves again for the army because this is his fallback plan. They worked so well the first time. <laughs> it's the next sentence. He didn't stick with the army long after that. <laughs> This is the most I've ever taken notes for a case. It's seven pages long. Damn, Jackie. Yeah. Um, so if essentially, in the army, he finds, out, well, while he's serving the army, he finds outside of the army a crime den in Brussels. Uh, <laughs> he decides to join this den, and he starts, you know, committing crimes, but he gets caught by police one day. And he doesn't have any papers because he's a deserter, right? He left the army again. Uh, And so he lied about who he was. And while they were checking his identity, he just escaped. No fucking problem. He was like, I'm blah, blah, blah. They were like, sure, let me talk to some people. How do they get that through my my
0: system? They just pick up like 60 books with... Fucking every name anyone's ever no, heard. No, <laughs> they're not
1: doing this at this point. And I know that for a fact. We'll get into that. I don't know what they're doing to check his identity. But he escapes. <laughs> just turns over. The cop just turns to his partner and be like, is this him? Be like, yeah, that's him. Right. But he's gone, right? It's like Tom and Jerry style. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what.
0: Whatever. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it works. Uh, So he joins. <laughs> he runs away and he joins To what amounted to be a band of thieves. I thought that wasn't a real thing. But it is. Um, Which is called the Flying Army. He joins this in 1798. so I think he's in his lower 20s at this point. He convinces. I forgot about this part. Man. He convinces a rich widow to marry him. Yeah. But his guilt catches up to him. And he confesses that he's a thief lord. Bad guy. (laughs) and he can't marry her uh and she's like here's a bunch of money and oh, he leaves so he's like i'm in the band of brothers we can't be married and she's like we fine
0: it's
1: money i love you he literally
0: money. he literally the band's gonna make it did her <laughs> uh-huh. i'm a thief the band's gonna make it everything's fine mm-hmm. oh you're so right honey money please so he spends all of this cash
1: gift pretty quickly, as we've learned that he's not very good with money and that theme will continue. He decides to join the Romani for a time, but then he meets a woman who's like, Don't want you into that, and he's like, Okay, cool. I won't but then the woman leaves him. The woman, just the woman leaves him. Not <laughs> all of the, the women. All of the women. Uh so the women Oh, the woman leaves her, and uh he's like Him. Oh my god, let's start over. Okay, so he meets a lady. She's like, please don't be in the Romani anymore. And he's like, tight. But then the woman leaves him. He beats her and her new lover. They sued. And so he finally gets found out and has to serve three more months in prison. During this time, he learned how to write pardons, allowing inmates to be set free because he is committing fraud. (laughs) By writing, like, freedom letters for these people, they figure, like, they get the part and they're like, oh, cool, Joe Bob's out. They let Joe Bob go. And then they look at the letter and they're like, wait a fucking second. This isn't it. Um, suspicions raise that he's behind it. And so his sentence is extended. Um, but his ex-lover, Francine, who, yeah, the one he beat, Francine, helped him escape a few times. No, Francine. Uh, He's caught again each time. And apparently hearsay hearsay is one of the times he escapes. He stabs Francine because he sees her with another man. And uh, attempted murder is added to his list of charges. I wish I had an ounce of this confidence. Like, you get a pardon. You're talking to your own wife. Step, step, step. He's not even 30 yet. He's busy. <laughs> Wild. She drops the charges claiming they were self-inflicted. I put three question marks after this. Uh, rightfully so. <laughs> um, and she ends up getting arrested for escaping, for assisting him in his escapes. <laughs> oh. So he was no longer able to escape, which sucks for him, I guess. Um, but he was finally found guilty of forgery in 1796 and sentenced to eight years of hard labor. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that that was a thing. Um, he gets transferred to the camp finally to do his labor. It takes like a couple of years to do that, but he escapes three months in, uh, he gets caught again, but he gives a fake name as this has worked before. Uh, he puts on a nun's habit and escapes again while they're checking his story um, there's this whole part of history where other countries would con other countries criminals into being sailors for them so they don't get extradited so he ends up being a sailor for a couple of years uh, but doesn't keep it on the clean and gets arrested again they recognize him but he escapes again in March of 1800.
0: Is this guy turning into water? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Is he getting, like, out of there? If you know he's escaped from jail, like, 37 times, this is, like, a fucking... He's like Jesse and James from Pokemon. You know Mm when they put on, like, the shitty disguises, but you can still see, like, Jesse's big-ass, unmistakable... hair behind her and they're like Well, these people are so nice better trust them like what the fuck are they doing wow you
1: sounded crazy like ash ketchum just
0: (laughs) (laughs) Squirtle. uh
1: so he decides to go home at this point his dad has died so his mom's like i love you baby and he hides there and he he gets bold enough to be like oh I live here again and someone was like no you're a fucking criminal fucking stop um, so he's, he's caught but he escapes <laughs> uh, and a widow takes him in because she's like you can stay with me it's fine uh, so he hides in this widow's house and he tries to become a legitimate businessman he feels finally comfortable enough living with this widow to let his mom come live with him in 1802 but that leads him to being caught again so they know his mom apparently um and he learns at this point when he's caught again that they had sentenced him to death for escaping and because he wasn't at his trial they just like passed that (laughs) they were like (laughs) well never mind we're (laughs) gonna kill you
0: I know they're like pissed about him escaping 37 times but also how do you let him escape 37 times at that point it's like fool me once shame on you fool me nine more times probably my bad (laughs) (laughs) like maybe if you did a better job i don't know maybe they wouldn't want to do it this one's on me
1: So apparently the appeal system is in place though because he files for an appeal and he's like waiting like five months and he doesn't get like a response so he gets really nervous so he escapes again. He's like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) It works out. Um, He's on the run for four years, page flip. And while he's hiding in Paris, he sees the execution of the first guy he helped escape. And he gets real fucking scared and decides to turn his life around. Oh, wow. What a guy. You know, it's not that great, actually, but. <laughs> I was going to say, it,
0: it took him 42 chances or 42 escapes, and now he's like, maybe a life of crime isn't the right thing to do. Like, yeah. I. Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. He says this, but. Um so
1: on July 1st of 1809, age 34. Oh wait, hold on. He decides to turn his life around. He becomes a merchant, but his ex-wife finds out who where he is. The the guy all the way back to that woman he thought he impregnated. They got divorced and she finds out where he is in black males, black males and blackmails blackmails him like constantly. So he can't be a merchant. That sucks. But um, July 1st, 1809, he's 34, he's arrested again because the merchant thing's not working out for him, and he's like, fuck it, I will be a rat for you, I will find out all of these secrets and pass them on to you, which most people are like, that's not a good look, it's not a look, a good look, a good look, Eugene, but they're like, sure, and he does this for two years, and they finally let him go he's paid his debt of two years of being a rat in order to make it seem inconspicuous to the other prisoners they stage it to look like he escaped <laughs> which we all know he could have done anyway
0: i was gonna say you don't even have to try they could have just been like oh yeah my uh, <laughs> glasses fell off here and the guy snuck right right past me it was wild <laughs> did yeah. everyone see that
1: which Not one either. of us is
0: from Chicago?
1: Or Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he wasn't completely free. He had to carry on his work on the outside. So he, you know, he's dressing in disguises. He's visiting crime halls. He's uh, associating with hookers and prostitutes. Sex workers, that's the word. Um, can only imagine what the ar- those articles said. <laughs> Oh, it was all Wikipedia. I think oh. Prostitute was used a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is eighteen hundreds France, so I don't know. It's not great. Um, but in eighteen eleven he goes to the police department, he's like, What if we just created a civil unit of spies, essentially? Uh, and they were like tight and they officially made it. A state security police force by decree of Napoleon Bonaparte in December of 1813. So he creates an undercover police unit. Literally the first undercover police unit ever. Just like, they'll never look for me here in the undercover (laughs) police unit. True. Most of the employees were ex-criminals and the force grew rapidly. Um, Guys, this seems like such a good idea. This is so promising. I really feel like he's turned his life around. Kind of. <laughs> I, I think we're three pages in. Um, so he personally trains each agent in yeah. selecting disguises, the type of words they should use, you know, ways to interrogate people, etc. Um, but shit happens, and then there's the French Restoration. Uh, and during that, so the French Restoration, I took a note because it's wild. I didn't know about this. Um, the French Restoration happened after Napoleon fell and Louis the 16th was executed, and Louis the 18th and Charles the 10th took power. So it was like a big, turmoil time, lots of, um, lots of double crossing, lots of betrayals, and he assisted in 891 arrests during this time. So, A crazy amount of arrests. What the heck? Um, He continues his work, and he supplements his income by becoming one of the world's first private detectives. So he's very interested in how criminals work. He understands because he's been there. He knows about disguises. He knows how to get answers out of people. He's, like, very into it. Um, And all of this time, it turns out he was not officially pardoned, so he was still a wanted man in a police department. (laughs) He told me he Uh, didn't write a pardon for himself. He might have, but... (laughs) Not a legit one. (laughs) He got one on March 26, 1817 from Louis the 18th. Wow. Um, He ends up being with the police a pretty long time. So I think they came, the, the force formed 1811, right? So in 1827, 16 years later... A bunch of turnover of power had happened and the authority was like a little too heavy handed. He wasn't allowed to do everything he wanted to do to continue, you know, his agency's work. And he resigns from the police. So, he's a free agent. He decides to use his wonderful business talents to create a paper company. He employs both male and female ex-convicts, but soon went bankrupt because his costs were too high and his profit margin was too low. No one would buy from him because they thought his prices should be much lower because the quality of work he was getting, i.e. former convicts, should have been less money, right? Less costs out the door, but he was paying them a fair wage. So good mm. on him for that. Um, during this time, the authorities that caused him to quit had resigned when he, while well, he was going bankrupt. He ended up helping to solve a burglary, a uh, pretty big one, and was reappointed as head of the Sorete, which is the um, group of undercover spies, essentially, that he... undercover Caps, that he created. So he's back. Again. Okay. Um, so he still has a lot of issues. Someone had started a rumor that he had initiated the burglary that got him back as the lead dude bro. Um, and so he's fighting that rumor, and... Uh, the group ended up getting broken up by protests because uh, he apparently... Oh, I'm sorry. The group ended up getting broken up because they had tried to solve a protest with unapproved methods, which to me says, like, brutal force. Yeah. Um, golly, there's still so many pages. Uh, and that the the criminals that were being hired couldn't necessarily be trusted as eyewitnesses because of their pasts. He resigns again in 1832, but this time he blames it on the fact that the woman he married is getting sick, so he has to go back to his estate. The unit is dissolved, but reinstated immediately afterwards with no former criminals, so just idiots that don't know what they're doing. In 1833, a year later, uh... Viduk creates the Office of Information, which is a detective agency, but also a private police unit. Um, The state police didn't love this uh, because they were the police. And so in 1837, four years later, they seize. they, like, conduct a search and seizure of over 3,500 files. They used this to arrest Viduk again. Um... Under the charges of acquisition of money by deception, corruption of civil servants, and a pretense of being a public function. So, because he was pretending to be police. However, the charges were dismissed in February of 1838. So, less than a year in jail for him while he waited for that. Oh. However, in August of 1842... The agency was raided again, and he was arrested for something called defalcation, which is a word I didn't know. It essentially means misappropriation of funds. Essentially, someone got blackmailed, he took that money, and then helped them get unblackmailed. Oh, so like a, okay, like a Robin Hood situation, kind of. Yeah. So he wasn't supposed to have that money. Right. Right. Um, he was sentenced to five years, but he was he appealed and with the help of his friends in high places, the charges were dropped. At this rate, he's 67 by the way. We' wow. have plenty of time to go. Man, he's still getting arrested. He never really atti- retired. I don't think he did. Uh, his reputation is damaged beyond repair and so he tries to sell his agency. Uh, but in the midst of this, the French Revolution happens in 1848. Man, it introduced a lot of governmental chaos. Um, and during this time, he offered to provide information on political rivals to Alphonse de Lamartine, uh, and he accepted. So he was doing spy work again. But in December, on December 10th, 1848, the presidential election was held. He ran himself, only received one vote, um, and Louis Bonaparte, sorry, Louis-Napoleon Bonaparte, the French man, Louis-Napoleon Bonaparte, <laughs> the nephew of Bonaparte I, won the presidential election. Vedok offered to work for him, but he did not respond. It's <laughs> a real Bobby Newport situation, sounds like. Mm-hmm. In 1849, he does a brief prison stint again. Uh, He was convicted of fraud. The case was dropped, so he withdrew into private life and only took a few private cases here and there as he worked. He ends up passing uh, eight years later, May 1857, age 81.
0: Tank. The reason
1: I tell you this story is because this gentleman, Eugene-Francois Vidoc, is considered to be the modern criminologist, so he introduced a lot of techniques that people use in interrogation, understanding the criminal, um, things like that, to basically bolster the police force. So before people were just interrogating and not really getting answers. Um, and he's introduced, like, such a way to, like, get into the mind of the criminal, understand motives, and predict patterns of behavior. And so, uh, as the first private eye, he was, like, the, the father of modern criminology. Um, thanks to his work in under t- undercover tactics, ballistics, and record keeping, um, they started doing things like casting shoe print casts. So, they were able to, like, match shoes. Um, what? Not- Not fingerprints yet, but he did create indelible ink, which is the ink that can't be rubbed off your finger that used to be used for voting to prevent voter fraud. Um, He was one of the first agencies to include women, um, and he, like I said, uh, bolstered the interrogation techniques that were used at the time, so. Whoa. Yeah. Piece of crap. Guy, but. Productive. Productive AF. Um. Very interesting, the way he worked. Uh, He started the record-keeping system that I mentioned where he would keep an index card on everyone that he talked to or arrested or whatever. Yeah. So there were just, like, files and files and files and files and files on these people, and they were able to, like, cross-reference those. And so that was the first time there were records of, like, who was what and when Um, (gasps) because he knew that, like, no one was keeping records because he was able to escape so many times unrecognized. Yeah, who else would know better? He did. Whoa. His work inspired uh, the creation of the Vidoc Society, which was formed in 1990. It is a um, group of private detectives, FBI, BAU, BAU, BAU agents um, that all come together and try to solve cold cases. They're based out of Philadelphia. Um, the society is always limited to fewer than 81 members because that is the number of years he lived. Whoa, that's interesting at the end. But that is so. It makes sense in a crazy way that one of the first or the first like private detective, private investigator was a uh, seasoned criminal.
0: Seasoned,
1: because who else would know better? But it makes so much sense. But it's also like something you
0: just never think about. It's kind of like how a lot of uh like government hackers will hire real hackers that like yeah. have their system. Because they're like, Oh, if you can beat it, then you can make stuff for us to keep it from being beaten. Right.
1: So Until
0: they found
1: yeah. Garcia. <laughs> hey, is that how is that her story? Yeah. I'm still in season two. The heroine hasn't returned, I'm real pissed, but Gideon's gone and I'm oh I'm season three. Gideon's gone, and I'm very sad.
0: Oh, was that Mandy Patinkin? Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. I didn't know he left that early.
1: He left yeah, but... to be in Homeland, apparently. <laughs> but now you got Rossi. Is he cool? Oh, Rossi's cool. Is the
0: eyebrows guy?
1: Yeah. Alright. Well, Kinda well, like Dan Levy, in, but not. We're in Spencer's yeah. sad about no more Gideon Land. I love Prentice, by the way. I thought I was gonna hate her guts, but... Oh, uh, yeah, Prentice is cool. I wanna watch it again. I gotta start over. The whole reason I started Criminal Minds was because someone walked up to my desk, pre-COVID, obviously, and was like, you remind me of Garcia. And I (gasps) told my mom, and I was like, is that good or bad? It's great. It's great. I've learned. It means I can do whatever I want in the workplace because I'm so talented, no one will question me. (laughs) Fucking great, Yeah. I still love when she answers the phone to the person that's trying to, like, take over their unit, and she's like, what's up, you sexy hunk? And she's like, it's blah, 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 agent person, and she's like, obviously, I would not have answered the phone that way. She never learns, though. She does that forever. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) She can. No one's going to fire her. That's true. Try and touch her. Wow, Sasha, that was crazy. My mouth hurts from talking so much. That that guy... What a storied life! That's what I'll say. So it's funny you say that because he inspired such authors as Ernest Hemingway. So if those stories seem familiar. It's because other authors wrote about his life. Whoa, that's crazy! Yeah, it's uh it's a wild time. He kind of reminds me of um, the dude in *Princess Bride*. Mandy Patinkin. What? <laughs> Violet's laughing because I probably would have been like Yeah that sounds right Because I don't know any actors names But I only remember Gideon's name Because his Manny name Mandy <laughs> Am I wrong? That's funny. name Maddie about... is also in Princess Bride Yeah What? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Young Manny what? Patinkin Dude, Look what it it at
0: him play. He was also in, uh, I believe, a Pee Wee Herman movie,
1: I or maybe it's like an Elmo
0: movie. I hope it's Elmo. He's better. I know Love Benicio it. del Toro's and uh, Pee Wee Herman, Mandy Patinkin. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, Cody, you are a millennial. The years are 1981 to 1996, so you cool, cool bro.
0: Millennial. We're all just millennials. There
2: you go. That was, uh, I'm a
1: still
0: here. Original. I was
2: just doing my dishes, so I'm really glad that you were entertaining me while I was doing my dishes. I'm glad you liked
1: that. Loved what it. a crazy time. Oh, he sings? Cute! Cute! <laughs> I love him. I've got a real big dad crush on him.
0: Well, he was in Castle in the... Guy. It was Louie. Was he
1: the oh uh, so he was one of the bad guy brother voice?
0: I don't remember. Oh, maybe I'm wrong because I don't see. Who's that? Oh, he was okay, I was right. Uh Mandy Batankin was in The Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland*. I watched that movie. I don't know that one. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's about Elmo. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Mandy Patinkin in it too. Yes. Can you imagine? I don't know. That's just sometimes I really I watched uh, Mars Attacks for the first time in a hot minute, uh, the other day, and there are so so many famous people in that. Jack Nicholson plays the president.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just found out that Mandy Patinkin is Indigo Montoya. No! Yeah. What the fuck? Of course he is. He's Mandy Patinkin.
0: I'm losing
1: my fucking mind.
0: <laughs> I have watched that movie so many times. <laughs> yes, what am I favorite? Were you awake when you watched it? I'm just kidding. He's
1: young. It's hard to tell a ten. He's young yeah. and pretending to be someone of Latin American descent. Yeah, <laughs> it do it. Do be like that though. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. Happy I to help. Like maybe he was the guy that was like nearby when they were doing the poisoning. Scene. No, he's like not in Indigo fucking Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: I like that you're more shocked at this than the fact that he was in El- an Elmo movie. <laughs> yeah. I've
1: watched the Elmo movie.
0: It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. It's like, yeah,
0: yeah, that's believable. <laughs>
1: well, because I'm the oldest of four. Like, I've watched several decades of kids' movies. That's how I know
0: about Paw Patrol. <laughs> With sugar. She did you know so that Mandy up. Patinkin was the lieutenant in Paw Patrol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. You know that Mandy Patinkin is one of the fish in SpongeBob. <laughs> That's fine. That took me a second. I stopped and I was like, "There goes my gullible thing again." And I was like, "I believe it.
1: <laughs> I buy it. I purchased it buy on DVD." Did you know that? <sighs> The legendary Bob Anderson, who choreographed Star Wars fights, also choreographed the fights in, uh... Desperate, No. Mm.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> Probably. I can't believe well, I've lost my mind. Is,
0: is it... Is that what you like this week, Mandy Pesankin? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes! I love him so much. Jared convinced me he committed suicide, and I was like, no, not my boy. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Aww. I forgot that's how he left the show. Well, he didn't leave.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just runs they away. They at it. He turns in his gun and he walks away. But.
0: Anyway. Maisie, did you just get the world's biggest chill? I did. If
1: well, only you could see my arms right now. Holy shnikes. Portland, man. And I got to pee. Now, Is I'll there a ghost? The a ghost. A ghost. No Mari says no. She's
0: like, no, no ghost.
1: She's staring out the window longingly, though. Like she's missing something. <laughs> <laughs> Normal life? Me too, bitch. Uh, me, too. me too, bitch. I, called her, <laughs> I just want the podcast to know that I called Mari babe, but not bitch. I call her a bitch. Okay. ain't <laughs> scared. But you're her She's mom like, is different. I can't miss her, my like... husband's favorite dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I won't tell him. Uh what do I like this week? I know what I like this week. Oh my god, this has been a game changer. So I've been in I've been in a music rut. I listen to like the same five albums for the past like ten years and my, all my playlists are just mixes of all those albums intertwined. Okay. <laughs> Say I'll get the name of it so everyone can look it up. But I found this out or playlist on TikTok and it's by Dana Banana and it's Dana Banana's millennial playlist. And let me tell you, this is 35 hours of all the songs that you forgot, but you know all the words too. It's so good. <laughs> I've, there's like, there's like maybe four or five of them so far that I don't know, is at it all. On Spotify. It is.
0: Okay.
1: I can just put it in the chat. It's a good time. I've been listening to it for almost two days. because like I said, it's thirty-five hours long. <laughs> Cody, what yeah. do you like this week?
2: Um, I like that I'm back with you all. Yeah. Because normalcy but i don't like that i might catch
1: COVID. no <laughs> it's fair is that everyone for what we like this week
0: Mm-mm. i just like my blue hair it's but no one can see Me? that besides I you guys too i like your blue hair too thanks I like never the dyed it blue so <laughs> i did
1: now I do my eyebrows blue? On you? Did you dye them or is that makeup? It's just makeup. I put
0: God. it on every day.
1: Amazing. two red streaks. You can do it. What? It's amazing. Two red streaks. You can do it.
0: I want to dye my whole head blue. I think I'm gonna do mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna bleach okay. it, tone it, the whole thing. Yeah. Game on. Let's we're just, don't need we're to just gonna <laughs> <laughs> You said I don't need to tone
1: it. Not if you're dyeing it blue.
0: <laughs> really? It's not gonna help with yeah. color. I just bleached and slapped that fucking color on there.
1: Yeah. If you put blue on top of orange, it's still going to be fucking blue.
0: Yep. True fact. In fact, you might even get some purple streaks in there like I did, and I don't think you can really see it, though. No, it looks kind of black. Yeah. It's blue, though. It's all this, this blue up here. Up here. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: going to do it. Yeah. Do
0: it. At least it's curbside pickup, so.
1: Oh, no, they do
0: fox it up
1: i think i'm gonna get um good dye young dye mm-hmm. never use that try their stuff me too neither yeah. but from me gonna... too
0: neither <laughs> yeah, you've never dyed your hair right
1: not like that yeah not an unnatural color you can cover it with brown so easy it <clears throat> will be back to normal yeah
0: if you need to i want to look yeah. different.
1: Different.
0: different we'll send know, me the shades know. of blue that you pick
1: okay i'll send it to you right now
0: <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> someone is prepared i already got it i got a notes put up with all the links to the stuff i need
0: points some
1: sausage shit right there
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: you should see my tiktok notes list it's ridiculous Ooh, it's, it's cool, cool.
0: Sasha's TikToks are so fucking good. It's the only reason I downloaded the app. So I could watch Becky. I made biscuits at work. <laughs> it's the truth.
1: It's the, That happened. It
0: did. I literally watched like four TikToks before. I'm like, I'm just going to go rewatch Sasha's TikToks. <laughs> it's I so know. true. I get so bored. And then I'm like, yeah, all these others suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was without power
1: and I was like I'm just gonna listen to my favorite future Padme Amidala
0: sounds TikToks to make me feel better. Love that. Anyways everybody bye I'm gonna go eat some snacks and listen to the snack pack.
1: (gasps) We didn't plug them but you should totally eat snacks and watch the snack pack or listen to the snack pack.
0: That's what I forgot to do earlier when I was talking about Whole Foods but we all forgot. When my brain like shit out yeah I was like "Mm." That's a-okay.
1: Get your neighbor a
0: biscuit and we'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.